I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about was he not ready or did I push him away? When we're dating somebody and especially in a new relationship, one of the things that can be really confusing is knowing how authentic that other person really is. It's impossible to know what somebody's truly thinking or feeling. Even if they do tell us, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily telling us everything. And it could be really tricky. And it's frustrating because when you're meeting somebody new, you don't know how authentic they are, how genuine they are, what their true interest in you may or may not be. Uh, they could be using you. That happens a lot. Some people will use somebody for sex. They tell them everything they want to hear just to get sex from them, and then they leave, right? Um, other people can use you for other things. Maybe they want something from you. Doesn't matter. The, the, the bottom line is that it can be really difficult getting to know somebody, opening up to somebody, when you don't really know their intentions. Ideally, it would be way great if we lived in a world where everybody was forthcoming and put their cards on the table, but that's just not the way it is. And you have to be safe and you have to protect yourself because somebody might tell you one thing and it may not be true and it's difficult to know, right? It becomes even more difficult to know if you have had attachment trauma, if in your early childhood your parents weren't really loving and affectionate and kind and considerate, giving you lots of praise and making you the center of their world, you would be confused because you would have gotten a lot of mixed messages. Uh, maybe they would tell you one thing but do another. Or maybe they would tell you not to even pay attention to how you feel. Uh, that they would tell you you're wrong for the way you feel. And that would really confuse you and it would throw off your internal compass, right? If somebody keeps telling you, that's nothing to cry over, that's nothing to cry over, that's nothing to cry over, even though you feel like crying over it, you're going to think, well, I guess this isn't something worth crying over. Maybe there's something wrong with me. And of course, it's going to be all unconscious because it's going to have happened so early in your life where all you would know is what you learn from your parents and your caregivers and, you know, maybe teachers. But it can be really frustrating to get to know somebody, to date them, to open up and have them betray you. It can really hurt. And it could be really confusing because a lot of times I'll talk to women that a guy will make all these amazing, wonderful promises, but his behavior is the exact opposite. And they're so confused because they're like, well, he's telling me this, but he's doing that. And for me, I like to really think that you can see a lot more from somebody when you look at their actions. Because for me, actions speak a lot louder than words ever will. And 
it's good to keep that in mind when you're assessing how anybody treats you, right? So, sometimes when you have attachment issues, it causes your to feel a lot of anxiety, right? Like, you're getting to know somebody, but you're really starting to like them, and you really want to make sure that they're not going to leave you, and that this is going to go somewhere, and they're finally going to be that amazing person you've always wanted. Well, if you do that, you're probably going to try and lock that down and try and lock that person into a commitment before it's meant to be a commitment. And instead of going with the flow naturally, it's going to cause you to act unnatural. It's going to cause you to do things that you wouldn't normally do if you had had a good attachment to your caregivers. So, your behavior might be turning people off and pushing them away. And if you're anxious enough, you're not even going to be aware of it. You're so focused on your needs, finally getting what you want, that you're not caring about the other person that's involved in this whole relationship. You're only focused on me, what I want, what I'm going to get, and when you're going to give it to me. And locking them down, you don't care how they feel. Anxiety can cause us to do a lot of selfish things. And if you start to ignore what the other person wants and only focus on your own needs, your partner's going to feel like maybe you're using them, maybe you're trying to push things along too fast, and they're not going to feel comfortable, and they're not going to like it. So I've got a good email that I'm going to get to, but I do have a really quick success story that I just got, and I wanted to share it. Uh, this guy I did two Skype coachings with. He said, hello coach, I want to take this opportunity to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Your guidance and leadership was indispensable. I was able to reconnect with my wife and we are back together. It's a long story, but because of your coaching, dealing with my issues, controlling myself and following your guidance, I was able to get her back the very first meeting we had. All I did was make clear my position and expectation. She did come out from hiding, apologized, and accepted her mistakes. On that meeting, I did not pressure her. I did not talk to her to change her position. However, I did improve her mood. That's all. Anyways, I will continue to improve myself. I will continue to reach out if I have any question, and I promise to continue watching the videos. They are the best source of guidance. Regards. Okay, that is an awesome situation. I'm so happy and surprised that it got turned around that quick. Uh, we did two Skype coachings together. He was married. He had two kids with this woman, but she was majorly avoidant and had been giving him a really difficult time for a really long time. So I had suggested that they meet up uh, around this time for spring break. That was We had this whole plan that we had discussed, and I'm really happy to see that everything went even better than we expected in, in this short amount of time because we had a lot of other contingency backup stuff that we had discussed coming the summertime regarding the kids if things didn't turn around. And it's awesome that the whole plan that we had worked so easily 
that they are already back together and things are going well. And I hope he really does stick to the coachings and the uh, videos because he had a difficult situation and his ex was giving him a really difficult time. Actually, they were not even broken up. Maybe they were. I can't remember the technicality on that. They weren't living together. Um, but part of that was because of he was working out of state. So I don't remember if they were technically broken up or not, but the situation was bad, I can tell you that. So, awesome to hear it. I'm so happy to hear that things are turning around. Keep up the good work, man, and I'm glad for you and your family. That's fantastic. Uh, the second story um, is from a woman in her early 50s, and the ex is quite a bit younger, almost about 10 years younger, a little bit less, and they were dating for about four months. And this is really where you're going to see what I was talking about earlier with trying to figure out is somebody really not ready for a relationship or yet pushing things too fast, too soon, or it could be both, right? So she says, we have kind of similar background, meaning her and her ex, the guy she's talking about and both talked about having to do nice things to get our parents' attention. Mine, still alive and living together. His father passed of cancer last year. They lived together until then. I have three siblings. I'm the second one. He has two and is the youngest. He works as a manager, and I am the head of my department. We both avoid confrontations. We met shortly at Mutual Friends. I had asked him on Facebook and said I noticed him. He admitted he had asked about me too. He initiated a lot at first. We went on hikes in nature, which I like a lot. I was very clear about the age gap the first time we met. He said he did not care about that at all. So she was up front, put that out there from the get-go. He said, not a problem. Good. He said, he didn't want children, and he seemed sincere. That's all you could really go by, right? What I talk about, you don't really know what somebody's truly thinking. He had been in a 10-year relationship. His ex and him have two children from that relationship. They're both teenagers. And it was a fact that she was not nice to him a lot of the time. He also told his friends and family that he didn't like her at all and said, she's a psychopath. Well, I could see why he wouldn't like her if he thinks she's a psychopath. He told me about her behavior, and I guess they are right. She was cheating on him and eventually moved out. That was five months ago. Okay. So that's a really important point to consider in all of this. This man was married to her for 10 years. It's a really long time. And they just broke up five months ago. That's really fresh. To get out of a 10-year relationship where you've got kids and to look to getting into something serious six months later, less than six months later, a lot of people aren't going to do it. And that's going to have a massive impact on somebody's ability to commit or get into a committed relationship. He also told me he was scared to move too fast into another relationship because of this. What did I just say? He is glad 
is not in his life anymore, but he had a terrible time and was not over this mentally yet. Well, how could you get over a 10-year abusive relationship in less than six months? Just, it wouldn't happen that quickly. He has to sell his house and is now living in an apartment with his mother while he's waiting for his new apartment to be finished in a few months. He hates this situation. He also said he was looking forward to invite me to his new place and we should try every room together. <laughs> well, that certainly sounds fun. We had a lot of fun. Movies, home nights, day trips to a museum, visiting our mutual friends, and we had a great, intimate relationship. Time He got silent a couple of times over a two or three day period, but came back. I got really scared. That's big, right there. I tried to calm myself and act collected, but I guess I couldn't hide my feelings. So her anxiety was coming out. She was getting all kinds of separation anxiety. And what do you think that caused her to do? Probably make some big mistakes. Let's see here, okay? I felt he was too silent when we were apart. But when we were together, he was really nice. At Valentine's Day, I said, I needed to talk. Here we go. What do you think she's going to try and do here? He said that I scared him with those words. Yeah, those are terrible words to hear. I need to talk. I said I wanted a committed relationship or we should be friends. There's the ultimatum, right? Things are going good, but she's anxious. So now she wants to lock him down and tries to force this on her pace. Perfectly good situation, ruined by her anxiety, right? Causing her to act unnatural. Let's see what happens. His response was to agree because he wasn't ready for that. He left my home and we have not talked since. So he agreed, let's just be friends. Things were going good, right? And because she got anxious about it, caused her to act unnatural, try and lock him down, try and get him to commit. But he's coming out of a 10-year relationship. He wasn't ready. He changed his profile pic the, the day after. He never posts much and has not changed that since. I know I came on too strong asking for commitment. I'm so confused. I have learned a lot in these two weeks. More than in the past two years, meaning since she found the channel. I have taken up on my hobby and ordered my own paraglider so I can do what I love, even if he comes back or not. My question is, should I reach out or wait for him? I really want another chance. Well, in this situation, you have a ultimatum that you gave him, and he said... Okay, let's just be friends. So, what I would do is I would let him come to you when he's ready. He'll probably think about everything that you told him, and he probably just felt or feels pressured that you're trying to come on too strong. So, what I would do is just spend some time with him when he reaches out. Say, you know what, let's just get together and hang out. 
and just focus on having fun and having a good time with him and maybe casually bring up, look, I apologize, I came on a little too strong and, you know, we could just hang out. I don't want to rush you. You just got out of a 10-year relationship. But I wouldn't talk about it too long. I would be brief about it. I would be casual about it. And then I would go back to just having fun and focus on on creating a good time with him again. Because I think he probably is going to miss you because it happened so quickly. Things were going good and all of a sudden you came at him and gave him that ultimatum. And had that not happened, you probably would still be going together and having a good time getting to know each other. But unfortunately, you came on too strong and it scared him. And, you know, this gives him some more time to really figure out what he wants anyway, because he is just coming out of a 10-year relationship. And so he probably needs some more time to go out and feel free and explore other options and that's just going to make you look like a much better option when he starts going out and dating other people and realizing, you know what, I don't really have that chemistry that I had with her. I want to see where it goes with her. Let me contact her and see how that goes. But next time around, you know not to put all the pressure on it like you did this time with him. So I would not reach out in this situation, although it would be tempting because of the way the breakup this, uh, went. But based on the fact that he's just coming out of a 10-year relationship and he probably needs some time to just feel free again and, you know, be acclimated to that single life, I think I would let him come to you and when he does, take things really slow and just focus on having fun with him again. Okay, so if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. If you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. And of course, the amazing Margaret is now doing Skype coaching with me as well. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. If you would like professional help with your situation, please contact us at askcraig.net.